Chris Tire Information Whiskey, 2153 Zulu. Wind, 0605. 0606 Mike Juliet, this is Parcher Radar Contact. Hazardous weather information from Minnesota available on flight service frequency. You've dialed in the Flying Midwest Podcast. Connecting aviators from across America's heartland. Sharing news, information, and events from around the region. Sit back, relax, and join our crew for some hangar talk as we discuss a wide variety of regional aviation topics. And now, from our home at the Anoka County Blaine Airport, our checklist is complete and we're ready for departure for another episode of the Flying Midwest Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Jim here with the Flying Midwest Podcast. So happy you're able to join us. On this episode, We'll have Brian Turner from the YouTube channel Just Plain Silly, an almost YouTube sensation. We'll talk with him about his satirical YouTube channel, its origins, and what's coming up this summer. And as always, news, information, and events from around the region with some friendly hangar talk along the way. So strap in and let's take off into this episode of the Flying Midwest Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Flying Monkey, or sorry, the Flying Midwest podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Maddie, and this is Jim. Hi. And Trevor. Greetings. You guys are boring. (laughs) (laughs) But mostly Jim. (laughs) I'm boring? (laughs) Well, your intro is boring. That's the scene, you know? First impressions are everything, Jim. I know, wow. but this was, this was supposed fired. to be fun and exciting, and I didn't bring it. And you ruined it. Absolutely. <laughs> ruined just, it. This is why we have tens of views. Speaking of that, we're kind of growing, aren't we? We have some YouTube stuff coming out. What are you, what are you thinking there, Jim? So we've had some conversations, and I've looked at a couple of things as far as what are we doing with our YouTube channel? We typically post our episodes on there with just kind of some, an image, uh, whether it be the thumbnail for the episode, the first couple we did just the logo for the podcast, but we want to start doing a little bit more with that channel. So as we start attending events throughout the year or just cool aviation type of content that we want to put out, we'll use that platform to get more information out. So one of those things I've been working on my hangar, um, remodeling that since we purchased it back in October, Um, I'll do a video kind of showing some before and after stuff and a quick tour of the hangar itself. If we could have a fireside chat. Fireside chats with Trevor. (laughs) I was hoping the fireside chats were going to be you outside of your trailer in San Antonio or Arkansas or wherever you end up, ended up in your journeys with the Air Force. We definitely could. I do mm-hmm. have a chair now outside. Perfect. Ooh, Everyone is you all fancy. We'll be looking forward to seeing more of Trevor's fireside chats outside of his trailer <laughs> at various Air Force bases near you, which Down are all, river. which all oddly enough are not in the Midwest unless you go by Trevor's definitions and oddly drawn <laughs> geographical boundaries. So, Maddie, what do we got in store for today's episode? We got a real treat for everybody, don't we? For this episode, I am pleased to announce our very special guest. You guys may know him if you've been in the aviation community and you have a sense of humor. His name is Brian Turner, and he runs a little tiny YouTube channel called Just Plain Silly. Isn't it true, Maddie, that he almost made the list of AOPA's 2020 YouTube sensations? Just shy of the mark. I guess he was just too famous. We're going to be talking with him a little later, 
But first, let's jump into some news. Uh, we're going to read some stories, and Brian is going to give us his reactions to those. I'm sure that he'll have some opinions as we go along here. So, um, oh, probably not. Well, good thing we brought you on. <laughs> it's April Fool's. I'm just playing it straight. I'm just not talking. Oh, that'd be great. Just play that's it straight. Your joke. That's your joke. So, a Midwest aviator is receiving some mixed reactions after an off airport landing in a Cirrus SR22. The aircraft experienced an engine failure mid flight. Shocking. And the pilot. <laughs> Okay. And the pilot heroically landed the aircraft without power in a sod field. The landing has uh, baffled many in the Sears community, leaving them to wonder, is this pilot the stuff of legend or just too stupid to pull the caps? You decide. My my take is obviously he stole the plane. Uh, He's not a Sears pilot. I know enough Sears pilots out there to know that if it was an actual Sears pilot, you're not going to attempt to land it on a field Oftentimes, just not even on a runway, like like even attempting to put it on the ground in one piece is not the first you know line of thinking with an actual serious bike. I think he stole the plane or uh, pilot incapacitation. Pops, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not, something wasn't right. If, if he never flown one before, that's not how you do it. Beautiful, good to know. <laughs> in bigger and more important news, the state of Kansas has formally announced its intent to secede from what is considered as the Midwest. This movement is led by notable podcaster and self-proclaimed U.S. geography expert, Trevor Norman. This has gained significant momentum after recent comments on his aviation podcast. Kansas will join Colorado in forming its yet-to-be-named region of the country. Norman has refused to acknowledge Kansas as a member of the Midwest and stands firm in the movement for regional independence that states such as Texas and California currently enjoy. He promises to continue to be a voice for change for Kansas. Well, you guys know how I feel about the whole Midwest thing and the geography of the United States. So I, I, <laughs> I think Colorado is Would you like Midwest. to join too? What's that? You want Texas to join too? So they can Texas be their is, own conglomeration. Texas is, Texas is the middle. Colorado is the Midwest. And you guys are in the Middle East. That's how this works. If you, you put a line <laughs> down the middle of the country, that's the Midwest. And there's the West. So I think you Midwestern people don't want to admit that you're on the East side. For Middle Eastern. I, I'm with Trevor on this one. So we're Middle Eastern is what you're saying. You're Middle Eastern. I'm Middle and he's Midwestern. Yeah, he's Midwestern. That's what it is. Colorado's the, is, mid, Colorado's the Midwest. Yeah. In California. Isn't Texas like its own thing though? Texas is a, okay, I'm not like a Texan Texan. I just, I'm kind of here because my family's here. I'm not part of, <laughs> part of the, here. the, I don't fit in. <laughs> uh, yeah, Texas, I don't know. Texas is, is, Midwest and Mid East. I'm in the East side, just on the Dallas kind of side of things. So I'm 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 mid Mid East. <laughs> mid Mid East. So basically like Turkey, okay. right? Yeah. Mid by yeah. Mid East. Black sense. So, what light sport lobbyists are calling a quote unprecedented win for general aviation, the FAA has announced that they can no longer keep up with the uptick in medical applications. In order to combat this. The government entity has begun to send sport pilot certificates to qualify new candidates whose medicals are considered acceptable, which the FAA has indicated to be, quote, healthy and fit to fly, but has or has had one of those medical conditions we don't talk about, end quote. The FAA, instead of becoming more updated with their handling of medical conditions, old diagnoses, and, well, pretty much everything else, has decided that the sport pilot is the way to go for most folks. 
We have yet to hear if these special sport pilot certificates can be traded in for an actual medical sometime in the future, or if this is just early career denial. Instead of just denying you outright, they're just going to send you a sport pilot certificate and let you <laughs> do your own thing. I think that's a fantastic idea. I think they should have a sport pilot version of everything. Like, I, I never wanted to go get my instrument rating because it was such a pain. I just wanted to get, like, a, a, a sport instrument rating just for pop-up clearances. Just so I could do, like, I don't, I don't care about doing approaches, but I don't like being socked in. But no, I think they should have a sport pilot medical. Everything. Everything should have the sport. Like, like do you want to do this thing, but you don't want to put in all the effort? They should do it. Or they should they should do like Disney and give you a fast pass where you just pay a little bit of extra money. And they just, <laughs> I don't know why they don't do that. So they actually do their jobs. Yeah, that'd be great. Explain <laughs> it to me because right now I've been flying someone else's plane for four months. It, it, I mean, the last time I bought a plane, it was 10 days. And it's like, it is going so slow right now. Everything they do. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Registrations. I know people's registrations are expiring because they do the three month advance and then they're just don't get another one. Which is awesome. So they're going to start issuing sport registrations too under that same sport registration. I don't know. Process. The FAA has not yet claimed anything, but seeing as this is a trend and it's a downward one, I'm sure that it'll be soon. We'll hear about the uh, yeah the sport registration. <laughs> I like it. I like to think of this as a light sport podcast. So. <laughs> 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 I want to go to the light sport fizzdo next time I get in trouble. Like. <laughs> okay, you know, you've done something bad. Now move along. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. So just. <laughs> I like light sport podcast. I think that's my favorite thing you've said so far. <laughs> All right. A hijacker sues airline after getting sucked out of an airline exit um, after being promised by friends and other fellow aviator experts that pressurized cabins will not allow for the main door to open while in flight. And he, you know, he said, uh, I have reliable sources that say it's just a scare tactic that nothing would actually happen thank goodness i have my parachute like trevor jacob <laughs> the hijacker known only as jimmy he's the one who tried taking over uh, uh nor'easter flight 1172 over ohio the aircraft did sustain substantial damage when the when the door opened in flight under pressure unfortunately the airline's first officer got sucked out of the airplane as well but also hitched a ride with uh, with jimmy on the way down both men are unharmed now the the FAA and the NTSB are watching this case closely and they're determining whether or not a new airworthiness directive needs to be implemented to label doors as dangerous and um, in-flight operation authorized, per, authorized flight crew only as, you know, to put a label on it. Um, of course, we'll continue watching this development as it continues through the civil litigation process. I happen to know for a fact that if a door comes open in flight, you're getting sucked out. I proved it. I yep, did. You did. I did see that video. So that's, that's fact. hundred <laughs> percent. That's why airplanes have seatbelts in them, because the doors pop open. Every movie I've seen where a door comes open in flight, people go out the sun. Should we talk about some, some events coming up? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. So you've heard of some of these events um, for Oshkosh every year. You've got the Piper groups that fly over together. You've got the Cessnas to Oshkosh. Well, we're excited to announce Cirrus over Oshkosh. Not to Oshkosh, over Oshkosh. Um, a group of 500 or so Cirruses will fly just above pattern altitude and plan a coordinated formation uh, caps deployment. They plan to float into the show with the grace, uh, not dissimilar to the U S army's golden Knight parachute team. Should be really impressive. <laughs> nobody, nobody surprised. Nobody at all. I think it's more surprising <laughs> when I go to Oscars and you see them all land together. <laughs> <laughs> 
calling all Super Cubs, the Johnsonville Municipal Airport invites you to its annual Nordo fly-in. They will have special seminars on sea and avoid dynamics, tower at airport light gun signals, and traffic pattern cutoff maneuvers. All transponder, ADSB, and radios are strictly prohibited. Come on down and crush the party. <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> I mean, that was a really well-written news story. Sorry. Are you a pilot who longs for the simpler times of aviation before all those EFBs? Join us for the E6B Top Gun 2022. Do you have what it takes to compete against the fast uh, wheel spinners in the Midwest? Test your skills solving wide variety of aviation math problems with your trusty companion, the old school E6B. More information to m0a.com. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's- all right. What do we got next on our docket, Jim? We're really excited to welcome Brian Turner from a um, some YouTube channel we heard of, Just Plain Silly, I think it's called. Um, Might have made it. No, it didn't make that list with AOPA, did it? No. That's not a sore spot. That's right. It causes stink about it. (laughs) 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 They added me. Well, at any rate, uh, we want to welcome Brian to the podcast. Thank you. Um, We did have Trevor redraw the lines of the Midwest to include you. Thank you. So that you technically fall within the qualifications of our show. I appreciate that. That made it a lot easier than me having to commute over to you guys' area for this. Yeah, you're welcome. So, Brian, how did you get started in aviation? Uh, You know, it's weird. Probably, I I would assume I had the same story as everybody. Like, it was going to happen one way or the other. Um, And for me, in hindsight, it happened a lot later than it it should have. When I was a kid, it was kites and toy planes and radio control planes and, I mean, just anything that flies. And, you know, even to this day, you know, if if something flies over, it annoys other people who live with me because we have to stop or sometimes even just go outside and see what's flying over. I'm just fascinated by flight. And um, when I was a kid, I like, I wanted to be a pilot. I'm real surprised I didn't go into it. Like when I started being serious about, well, when I had to go to college, um, I didn't think of it as even an option. In hindsight, I kind of wish I would have, because it's, it's been probably my biggest passion in life. Um, I, I used to go to different flight schools and be like, how much is it to learn to fly? And they would tell me some number and I'd be like, I'll never be a pilot. And so um, finally, this is a true story. I was like, I want to go, I want to learn to fly, but I can't go to any of the flight schools because they keep rattling off these big numbers. And so I got on Craigslist and I looked up flight instructor and I found a guy who was the cheapest flight instructor that I, well, he, he wasn't a school. And so when I called him, I was like, hey, it's like $20,000 at Monarch or here or there. And he's like, and I don't know what the number is, whatever. It was 120 bucks whenever I took it, I guess. Um, and I was like, I was like, so I just pay you when we fly. And he's like, yeah, I was like, oh, I can do that. I have a job. Like I've got a steady stream of income. I, I can't pay it all at once. Um, and so I was 36 when I started um, flying or when I got my license, I was 36. I was probably 35 when I was training. But in hindsight, I'm, I'm torn. Obviously, I, I love that I'm in it. I'm, I'm, I wish I would have started younger, but knowing who I was when I was younger, probably if I started younger, I'd probably be dead because um, I was a lot more of uh, not a risk taker, just stupid. Um, and so probably would have done dumb stuff. So probably better for me and the family that I, I waited till I was later, but it's one of those things that's cliche to say it's in your blood. But in the eighties, my dad was flying a, a Cherokee, I think 160. And I remember just every time he'd come home and maybe he'll ask if we can go flying, you know? Um, and what's fun is he, he quit flying for years. And then I, I told him I'm going to go take flying lessons. And, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, whatever. And I remember when I came home with that shirt tail, cause I soloed. I could just see it like in his eyes. And so he's, you know, talking to my mom. And, and so he's like, well, I talked to your mom. We're going to get a plane. I want to make sure you have something safe to fly. And 
Uh, so then he got current, and so now he and I fly together all the time. It's it's and he, he bought the Cirrus, so thank God. I mean, that's, <laughs> I I would never have had the experiences and any access to to something like that. I would, I, I I think him buying a plane and, and all that was one he wanted to get back into flying, and two he knew I would go buy the cheapest duct tape together piece of <laughs> that I could find and be like. I don't know, mess myself up. But so it, it's always been there, but it, I, I executed on it a lot later than in hindsight I imagined I would have. How did you get into satire, Brian? Uh, people were mean to me on the internet and I use humor as a defense mechanism. <laughs> uh, so I, I always, that's a long story, but you can edit it. Um, that's your job. I, uh, I, I, I've always... I've never taken anything very seriously that, you know, it didn't need to be taken seriously. And uh, I had, there was a turning moment when I was a teenager. My, my dad had this friend named Wayne. And I remember Wayne was an old man. He was probably well into his forties, old old man. And uh, I remember the funniest guy I'd ever, ever just met. Like this guy had a just conversational humorist. And it, I mean, it just always had something. And I remember I was, as a, I was like the child version of that. And I always, you know, looked at my dad and looked at these other grownups. And I was like, well, one day I've got to be normal. And uh, I met this Wayne guy. And I was like, "Oh, okay. You, you 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 can keep being, you know, you. You don't have to become this suit." And so it was, I remember just remember that moment of being kind of like relieved. Like I don't have to someday say, "Okay, I'm going to choose from this day forward to just be dry and boring." Um, so I've always I've always you know class clown, the same kind of story, or whatever. But um, I if if I I don't do public speaking. If I did, I probably would try stand up or something. But I I, I like just dreads like this for you. That's it. That's all I can handle. But, but so I, I always, I love to, I don't, I don't love to be funny, but I love to make people laugh. And I don't know if, if you understand the, the difference there, whatever. It's like, I like my favorite thing about the channel and we'll get into how I got into it or whatever, but um, are, are like, just, just there are people who make comments like, Hey man, I was having a crappy day and this just changed my morning. And I'm like, that means the world to me. It's not about someone going, Oh, that guy's funny. It's being able to have that impact on, on someone. And, and I, I have a lot of younger people in my audience too. And it's neat to have like kids go, oh, I, th- I thought this thing you did was like, it just cracked me up with oil or on your face or whatever it was. And so being able to kind of, I, I don't know, really make an impact because you just make it someone laugh, but being able to get that, that reaction, I love that. So how the aviation portion of that started was I, I used to be on a, I love, I'm on a, my favorite form is called Pilots of America. Uh, I spend way too much time on it. Mm-hmm. And I used to fly a TB9, the first plane my dad bought, a little Cicada Tampico, and I was learning to fly, asking questions, and I used to always write write jokes, and I made these little write like I'd write like a play using the characters from the forum, and they were they're very, very funny. Um, and I like to I always thought if you asked me if I ever did anything in my life outside of corporate America, it would be I'd be a comedy writer. Um, but then you know, Dad he said I'm gonna I want to sell the plane, I want something a little faster, I'm thinking I get serious, and I was like that's great. The next day, everyone in the forum was like, oh, I'm the worst pilot ever. Like you you can't land the plane without a parachute, and you you know. It was just like the whole thing changed. And I was like, what the hell? Like the, the plane changed and suddenly I'm a terrible pilot. Um, <laughs> I was already a terrible pilot. Like the plane had nothing to do with it. Uh, and so it, it, it was, some of it was tongue in cheek, but some of it was, there were some real a-holes. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a video of just what this forum thinks this stereotypical serious pilot is. And I made this video called How to Land a Serious. I didn't know anything. I t- taped a cell phone to my head. To film and I didn't know anything about like right now I've got like nine lights. Um, and and I, I did that and I was like I posted on the forum because they knew I, I was always writing humor stuff on the forum and I was like I'll 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 show you guys this is this is what you guys think of the series pilots. And like 
for whatever reason, it, it took off. And the next day, my, my friend's like, uh, hey, get off my Facebook page. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, that video you made. And I was like, I was so scared because someone on the forum had shared it. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I was terrified. Like, people are going to see this video. I'm making fun of pilots. I'm making fun of this plane. I don't, I'm like, it's suit. And but like, it was suddenly it's like got 50,000 views. And I was just like, oh my God, what do I do? I need to go call seriously and be like, I, I'll take it down. Um, and then, like, that was my only plan was to make that video for that forum. Um, and if that video hadn't taken off, I wouldn't be sitting here now. Like, it was, but it was, I was like, oh, that, that feels good. I'll, I'll, and Sirius didn't sue me. So I'm like, I'll, I'll do it again. <laughs> so I made one called How to Pre Flight a Sirius. And then that one kind of did. And the same thing, I only shared it on this forum. I wasn't, I don't, I wasn't sharing it on places, but other people were. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to, going to kind of keep doing this because I, I like being able to write, but I had a blog that wasn't working. No, no, I, I still only have seven subscribers on my blog. <laughs> Maddie's one of my. <laughs> But I, I love to write. I was like, but I can't get the writing in front of people. And I was like, the only way I can do it is to put it in video form. Um, and true story, I hate the name of my channel, but that was the name of my blog. It was just plain silly. And I thought, well, maybe if I name the channel that, it'll drive traffic to the blog. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't. People want people want videos. And so, um, so I get the joy out of writing and creating and crafting. And then now I'm starting to get joy out of going, how can I make this happen? Okay, if I, if I do a green screen or I mask this or I do some kind of off the wall thing. So that the writing is fun. And then the putting it together is kind of fun. I don't care about the really being on, like I'm not an, an actor or whatever. I'm not, I, I don't know how to explain that, but I like the creative process. And so now I've got two of those with the writing and then how to make a video where it's, it's like the last one I did, I'm, I'm on X plane and I'm taking all the planes and then I'm masking them out making it look like I'm in formation with uh, B1 SR71. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like Comanche. Um, but so like, I just, it's so far fetched, right? It's complete satire. And so that, that part's fun for me. So that, that's kind of the humor was always there. The love of aviation was always there. And they got merged out of me being annoyed by people on the internet. And then people are like, this is great. I was like, you hated me. And then now it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in talking about how your channel got started, how has your channel evolved from those early days and how, like, how has it changed from when you started making those videos? I've quit taping cell phones to my head. <laughs> That's a good start. I now have so much equipment. Uh, a lot's changed. So, man, it's it's weird the evolution of it. I don't I didn't don't ever go back and watch my stuff because I find like once once it's up, I'm like immediately it's cringy. Like I just can't. And so, you know, people will be like, "Oh, this this old one or whatever." And I'll go back and click on something from a year ago, and I'm like, "Oh, that's so embarrassing." Um. I, I try to, because I'm, I'm friends with a lot of people who do this and, and we're, I'm all like, what kind of camera are you using? And so I, I want, even though I've always said no one comes to my channel for quality, I do want it to be a quality product. So now I'm using nicer equipment. Um, I'm using, you know, I, I fought spending money on GoPros for the longest time and I kept buying $20 knockoffs off Craigslist. And finally it was like, you know what, just buy, buy a GoPro and, and, you know, whatever. And now I get to write that stuff off. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> Um, so so the, the quality, I would say, has improved. One thing that I never would have thought of in a million years was the amount of content you have to create um, to, to keep it going. And there's a, there's a YouTube rabbit hole that I would say most people get sucked into. And I was like, I won't ever go down that path. And you, you do. Um, so early on, it was like, I'll make a funny video for the forum and I'll make another funny video for the forum. Um, and then I, I, I talked to this guy, I went flying with this guy. He's got a channel called Flying Doodles. 
And he's like, he says, and then my friend Dan Milliken from Taking Off, they both like set me down like, okay, you need to do at least one video a week. It's got to be 15 minutes long. And I was like, whoa, no, no, impossible. I'm like, you, you people who just go fly around for an hour can do that. But I've got to write, I've got to edit, I've got to do all this crazy stuff. I'm like, there's no way to do that one a week. So I do one a week now. Um, it's, it's writing, <laughs> editing, and all that kind of stuff. So I would say the, the frequency of the videos, the biggest thing that's changed is the realization that, that the first time a company calls you <laughs> and says, hey, we would like to sponsor your channel, and then you have certain things that you have to keep up your, your end of the bargain. Um, and my, my goal after hanging out with a handful of these people was like, okay, there's a tiny bit of money trickling in. Um, and it was like, okay, it's paying for a couple of gallons of ab gas here and there. And then it got to where, okay, I'm making my hanger payment with it. Then it got to where I'm making my plane payment with it. And so it was kind of paying for most of aviation. And so I was like, if I can have it just pay for my aviation, then other people who live with me won't complain about how much I'm spending on my hobby. And so <laughs> I've, I've gotten to that point where it's pretty break even. And so I want to sustain that. It's not about, I'm not, I'm not, nothing from my channel or sponsors or anything goes into my checking account and sits there and grows. Um, it, it really does go back into making more content, um, making sure, you know, if I, I got SD cards and cameras and stuff like that. So, but in order to keep that up, cause I don't want to dip into our funds cause this is my hobby. Really. We probably do one or two family flights a year. The rest of it's me flying around cause I love to fly. And so to sustain that, you, you can't let it, you can't take breaks. You can't let it dip. You gotta, you gotta keep stuff coming. And it's very hard to do that. Um, so that's the, the biggest change is if I, if I want to keep meeting that goal, I've got to keep, you know, when everyone goes to bed tonight, I'm writing, I'm trying to come up with ideas or going, well, maybe I can film something that's a little serious, but it's a vlog this week. And then I promise to go back to something funny next week. So that, that sort of the duck's feet under the water thing that's going on is, is real. Um, and so that's, that's kind of hard. It's like a second job, but there's so many rewards and that's, that's, that's why people do it. And I'm by rewards. I mean, like going to Oshkosh and someone coming up to you and saying, Hey, this thing made me laugh. Like that's like the best thing in the world. I got stopped so many times last year and people were like, are you that guy? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> What's your goal? Like, are you going to hit me? Uh, but then they you know, tell me, about, tell me about something in a video they thought was funny. I was like, man, you remember that. That's so freaking cool. Um, and so that's, that's, that's kind of, kind of the drive, but that's, that's the biggest thing is going from, I'm just going to do this thing once and do it again here and do it again there to going, okay, I'm going to consistently do this. And I'm, I'm, my focus now is improving the quality. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm working on lighting and I'm trying to get good sound and I'm trying to make sure that I've got multiple camera angles that make sense. And I'm cutting them at the right time. And it's, it's that whole technical part of it. Um, never care. Again, duct tape, cell phone to the head. I didn't care. I was just like, I want to make jokes. <laughs> And now it's like, okay, I watch TV and go, okay, how frequently do they change camera angles? Okay. And, and you know, you know, if, if two people are talking, it's going to be the right side of this guy's face when we're on him and the left side of that guy's face when we're on him and just the technical aspects of it. So that's my, me thinking technically about what I'm actually doing is something that was never early on a thing. I think that's pretty cool because you talk about changing people's lives. Now, a lot of people don't really know about this, but I've been overseas a handful of times. It was your channel. It was uh, Josh Flowers, and then it was uh, you guys that I watched and just kind of made the time go by a lot faster and like, you know, versus me being born out of my skull and maybe I should have gone to work out at the gym, but, you know, I was too busy watching your guys' content. <laughs> That's cool. It, 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 it floors me when I, because when, to me, I'm like, I've got real, like the worst case of imposter syndrome ever. And so people be like, hey, we were out here and your name came up and I'm like, 
why? <laughs> like, I know, like, like yesterday I crossed 30,000 subscribers and I, but I'm like, I, so I know that it, that's there, but like, I never, I'm like, really, really people mm-hmm. like people are watching it. And so I get nervous when people come up to me because I'm like, I just want to apologize to everyone that comes up to me. They're like, Hey, I, I saw you. I love your channel. And I'm like, I, I, I'm real sorry. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have any interaction with you. So I'm sorry. I don't know you, but Hey, great for knowing me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I guess, again, to me, it's just sort of like, I'm sorry if I'm obnoxious and you think I'm an idiot. Well, you're married, right? So, I mean, we all say that all the time anyways. I'm sorry that you think I'm stupid and I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just practice. Yeah, it's kind of ingrained as, you know, if, you, if you're married. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one very specific question for you, Brian. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. What, is, what is your high and what is your low of your content creation? So, the, the best things I've made, and, and they're the hardest. My gosh, they're the hardest. So two of my favorite videos, I did a video where I went to this aviation event in Kansas and uh, everyone, everyone was there. Like the, the Pades were there and all the people were there. And so I was like, you know, no, you know, my channel's supposed to be fun and stuff. I can't just go document this stuff. And so I made this sort of like drama about how these people were all like spies and robots and stuff. And they were out to get me. And um, <laughs> Like, I was like, this is Martin Polly. Or, and I like anagrammed his name and it spells something else. I forget what it's, oh, Platinum Ray. Martin Polly is an anagram for, he's Platinum Ray. He's a cyborg out to get me. And so I made this whole adventure where I'm like sprinting and I, I flew a steerman out there and the kid who was really flying, it was this kid named Austin, um, little kid. So you couldn't see him in the back. And it's like, I'm stealing the steerman. And so I've got this thing where I'm just like, look, I'm, and I'm like, crap, it caught on fire because he's got the smoke on and stuff. And so like, <laughs> It was, it was so fun to make a little mini movie. Um, and another one, that was one of my favorites. Another one I did, um, these are my top three. I did one where I went out with, um, I have a friend named Spencer Suderman. He flies with Patty Wagstaff in Florida and I went out to go fly with them. And the first time I went out there to fly, it was the same thing where I made this whole, it was a drama about how I'm on the phone with him and he's like, we're going to do this, spend the money on the plane ticket. And like, like as soon as we, as soon as I landed, like in the sky, just, it was rain for two days. And we just, we just said, okay, we're just going to make this thing about how I'm this impatient kid. Like we're flying and he's going to be like the like dad that we're not. And we, we turned it into sort of a, a mini movie and it was, it was, it's just, it's fun to do it. Um, the editing takes weeks. And then my, my last favorite one, and this one was well-received. Um, I do a little thing called pilot impressions. Uh, and one of them I did was it's every pilot argument in five minutes. And mm-hmm. so it was me and myself. Um, and I approach myself in a room and like, just kind of have this conversation and we just get into it. High wing versus low wing, Richard Peake versus Lee. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. Like, it was just like, it, I'm actually working on an, another one very similar to that, but that was a lot of fun. The technical aspect, like I have to act like responding to someone who's not there, but then I got, how long would it take him to say that? And I got to say this, how long would it take him to say that? And I got to say that. And then I had to do it a hundred times and then splice it all together. And even now, like I could have done a better job with it, but that was fun because it was like, okay, I've got a project here that I don't know how to tackle. Like I, have to, I you know, if it was just me and someone else having a conversation, it's easy. So those, those three are the highs, um, the lows, man. There's, there were, there's a couple videos where early on where I was like, okay, I've got to start doing more and I wouldn't really have a good idea, but I would, I would um, come up with something just to have a video. And then in hindsight, I'm like, this is trash. Like, don't, like I need, you need to delete that. Like, and you know, people responded to a good or whatever, but I'm looking at it and I'm like the, the, I did these two videos on, on, you know, basically how to fly into an airport without 
um, I forget what the premise was, but basically I build this big yellow X, you put it on the runway, airport's all yours. <laughs> yep. That's that's funny. That's it. The rest of the video, I'm just like, oh, this is such cringe. Um, and so early on when I knew something was forced because I didn't have a funny idea, I said, I'm going to go film something and try to force it to be funny. And, and that, that never works. It never works. So... So you do this content creation. I know a lot of people are, are asking, what do you use? I mean, do you, do you use GoPros equipment-wise? Do you use uh, SDLR or DLR? What are they, what are they called? A DSLR. A DSLR. Yeah, DSLR, I'm going to... So I, for, for here in my room, my office, I use DSLR. So what I have is uh, GoPros are not great. GoPros overheat, they freeze, they have all kinds of problems. And so what I've switched to is much cheaper, much more durable... These things are called DJI Osmo Action Cams. Um, they've got a front screen. So if, if you've got one in the front of the plane, you can see if both people who are there can, can see. I use those. The only GoPro I use is I've got a 360. Um, and I like this because I can put this in the plane anywhere and I can get front. I can get four different camera angles without having to have four different cameras. And then if I'm going on a trip to like Oshkosh or something, I have this thing. It's called a Ghost Drift XL. It's got nine hour battery life. Nice. So I, I can put it out on the wing and it's, I, it got me all the way from Oshkosh to Texas and, and was still recording when I landed. So um, wow. I've had a handful of different GoPros. I, I've, they all, they, they all freeze crap out or have, have issues. And then if you want to be a content creator, audio is way more important than video. And so I have different audio recorders that I always use for a second source of audio because ask anyone who does this at some point, they will have spent a lot of time working on a video and gotten back and be like, audio didn't record, I have to trash everything. So two, two sources of audio, or, or I won't record, because it, it guaranteed if you have one source of audio, it's going to fail. That's, a, that's amazing stuff. I, I don't understand the first step of that process of the content creation, because I mean, when I had my airplanes, I had GoPros on it. I tried making a video or two, and it just turned out to garbage, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's, it's hard. And fortunately for me, I live in a place where, and I don't, I don't know who all you guys know, Josh, Josh Flowers doesn't live too far from me. Well, he, I think he just recently moved to Arizona. Um, and my friend Dan has this channel called Taking Off. And he, one of his things is he brings all these YouTubers on. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with all these other people who are, are going, hey, I've solved that problem. Let me show you how I solved it. And, you know, we all, you know, don't waste your time buying this, buy that. And so really quickly, you get sucked into it and, and you go, okay, well, I need to get the right equipment because otherwise it's frustrating to pay a lot of money for, for something. And these are, I mean, I, I always say these cameras are cheap for what, for, I mean, $300, it's not that much money for what you're getting. I mean, you're getting a, a, a image stabilized 4k video. Like think about that. That, that's, that should be a lot more money. Um, but so it's like, it's, it's less frustrating to spend money on good equipment than to have to deal with the aftermath of bad equipment. And so that's kind of my mindset now. It's just like buy the good thing. You know, and then you'll, you'll be a lot less frustrated than if you buy the bad thing and you're like, oh, the picture's got jello or artifacts or whatever else in it. So, but most people, most people I know that do this are kind of stepping away from GoPros now. And then every, every YouTuber, if you're ever bored, go to epidemicsound.com. That's where all that goofy EDM dubstep music comes from. And everyone puts in their, their B-roll montages. Epidemic Sound or Audio Jungle is where you get your stuff. Everyone's editing in Premiere or um, DaVinci Resolve. DaVinci Resolve is free, but it's harder to use. Adobe Premiere is a fantastic product. I'm, I'm trying to think of other inside secrets. Um, we all have this in-flight mic where you plug your headset into the microphone so that you can get the audio from the headset so you don't have all the airplane noise blocking it out. Um, and then other than that, it's just trying to sync it all up and, you know, 
figure out in, in premiere. It's great. I can have four camera angles in there and it's, it's just playing. And I can see all four camera angles in just like the zoom window looks, but the real videos over here and I can say, okay, I'm going to click this one and it cuts. And then I'm going to click that one and it cuts. And so if one person's talking, I just click and then it saves it in that format. So it does all your camera switching for you. It's pretty cool. I, I, I'm in my next video. I'm duct taping a cell phone to my head. If it does really well, I'm going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. That, that's pretty, that's pretty innovative. I, mm-hmm. I never would have thought of anything like that. Which part, all the, all the real fun technology stuff or the duct taping of phone to his head? All of it I because that, that. That, that, that is a technique. When, and now it's like, do I, I want to mount a camera on, on the tail facing forward but it's, it's going to be there the whole flight, but I really just want the one shot of the gear coming up and the gear coming down. And it's like, well, that's going to be a battery and you know, an SD card. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, I love that shot. I love seeing the gear come up. Maybe it's because it's, it's new to me to have that option. But so strategically trying to figure out which camera I want to place where is always fun. The cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't lost one yet. I did. I've had one. I tethered it to a gas cap and I've got this off to find this video. It's a great video. The camera's on the wing. And you just see me in the cockpit, just flying. And all of a sudden, the camera just sideways and just starts rattling against the side. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, put the cheap ones on the outside. And I, I, on the outside, I only use metal mounts. because Not because I care about losing the camera. but you, So there's a very gray area about mounting cameras on your plane. Mm-hmm. It's not technically illegal. or or, But if it falls off your plane and becomes spot or hits somebody, then you're operating recklessly. And now you're the guy that screwed it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I have on the outside of the plane, I only use metal mounts because those little plastic mounts, they snap all the time. I don't, I don't want to be the guy who leaves a camera on the runway and they go, well, let's go, let's go see what's on this. And they go, oh, sure. <laughs> uh, what's this big indiscre- X video on here? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> some indiscretions on there. <laughs> so where do you get your ideas for your content? Uh, just, I, I don't know. People ask me that <laughs> Don't know. Um, trying to think. There's make something screen- up if you have to. Oh yeah, just make it. Well, I'm very brilliant. <laughs> a library. Of I have a whiteboard over there that I write things on. I don't know how to use that camera, but over there I've got a whiteboard, and that's if something comes to me that's just an idea, I'm just gonna throw it on the whiteboard. And um, so after about uh, a couple of months, if it's still up there, it's probably a good idea. If I erase it, it's probably not a good idea. Um, a lot, it's two ways. One, I'll think of something funny that has nothing to do with aviation and I'll go, Hey, can I make this, can I tailor this joke or bit to flying? Um, or, or rarely, and I shared this with you guys before stuff will just come up where I'm like the, the command chain flying the gear horn. It's too low, like not, not audible, but like I, I'll be in the flare before it goes off. I want a gear horn that shocks me to let me know the gears. I want to get electrocuted. I want it to spray like, so that's where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a video and I'm working on this like video where I'm like trying to figure out how to improve your gear horn. Um, <laughs> it'll electrocute you. But the problem I have is that's a 30 second joke. And so I'm like, well, how do I take talk, I guess? Um, or, or just, just other things, you know, people, people there's the old joke about, you, you know, the Cessna or whatever, the plane's so slow, it has bird strikes from the, the rear. And so I was like, well, my grandma and people make fun of it for being slow. And so I did that video where I was going to clean up the, 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 the wing because you got to clean it up after you fly, but it was all bird guts and it was on the backside. <laughs> so if something funny comes up i'll see if i can make an aviation or if something just weird in the cockpit that i'm like there's a different way to do this then that, that's usually where my brain goes down one of these rabbit holes but i i don't i don't know where any 
stuff like if I sit down with a notepad and paper and just start writing, I just, just stuff kind of comes up and about 50% of it's crap. Maybe all of it's crap. 50% of it I'm willing to expose to other people. <laughs> the other 50%, I'm, I'm 50, 50% of your content you're willing to let people suffer through. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a little guilty afterwards. <laughs> But then something happens like that Trevor Jacob thing. And it's like, there's no way I'm not doing something like that. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I was like, I was like turning an hour before this thing's not hot anymore. Like, <laughs> was, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty hilarious. The, not, not the event itself, but the satire that, that followed on with it. Well, um, I wish I could do that. Cause that, that video took me five minutes to make. It's like, Oh, we're just going to play the video and talk about it. I don't got to fly. I don't got to spend money on fuel. I don't got to go, you know, do weird stuff and it's it, so it, that, that's the one thing where i'd like to figure out how to do more things that are easy but result in a good i don't know if quality is the right answer but a video that people enjoy because i got a lot of positive feedback from that one i'm like that, that's that's where i'd like to focus just because it's like right now i'm like okay i want to get a video out sunday i haven't gotten in my plane with a camera because the winds have been so bad i'm like so i probably won't you know it's just it's like can i fly can i edit can i film can i do all these things in the next five days but if i had more kind of things like that I'd probably be a lot less stressed out. I have a suggestion. <laughs> Edit yourself into air disasters. I have. I so, I stupidly. Did you do that? I didn't, no, I, oh, I, no. I did a series called air disasters. And I, I was like, I was like, this is part one of a seven part series. And I was like, I got through three and I was like, this is too much work, but I have three of them. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll send, I, I don't even remember what the premise was. I'll go, I'll go watch them and see, but it was, it was like the most mild thing happening. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm in the video. It's like dramatic music and everything's bad. And it's like, the problem is my, my left foot itches. And I'm afraid if I reach down to scratch it, I might tickle myself and hit the rudder pedal, putting myself into a spin. And I have it narrated by like the most dramatic guy on fiber. But it's so, it's these dumb, dumb fake disasters. But those, those were ones that were fun to write and fun ideas. But um, at the time, I don't know, I could probably do it now more efficiently, but yes, I, I think air disasters, as long as I can do it without making light of plane crashes, I can, I, yeah. it's okay. I had to ask that question before I knew it though. So yeah. Like one of the disasters that I, I started writing and didn't finish was something like I'm flying along and the worst thing happens. I get a text from my wife saying, when are you going to be home? <laughs> just like, <laughs> start, start sweating and be like, I don't know why are you making sandwiches? Like just, <laughs> um, but, but that kind of stuff, I think maybe, maybe I need to make that one. So what's next? I mean, obviously you've, you've got, uh, you've got a few things in the pipeline. You've had a lot of different experiences, FISDO wise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hoping to not have any more of those. There are minor, minor inconvenience. Minor. Um, next, this is my favorite part of the year because it's an easy time to create content because there's stuff coming up. Um, every year I've got to fly in in Rough River, Kentucky. It's a handful of us. Um, that go down there and it's, it's fun to go out. I love to, I don't film a whole lot of just kind of like flying content. Um, but I like that trip and then kind of prepping for Oshkosh and what am I expecting to do this year? And, and last year, I, I, I'm going to try to do it this year. I, I tried to pull it off last year. I called it choose your own air venture and I would put four or five things <laughs> every day. And I was like, you guys vote on what you want to see and I'll go film it. Um, and so, but the, the problem was I had to upload it from a tent in the middle of Oshkosh with 400 other thousand people. <laughs> So it didn't, it didn't pan out. So I'm trying to, trying to create an interactive experience that doesn't necessarily require live streaming out there um, or some other way. So I, I like, I like the prep for Oshkosh. My favorite, favorite thing about Oshkosh is there's this lady named Ruth at Monroe County airport. If you go to Oshkosh and you are on the way there, on the way back, if you stop for fuel, 
She'll take a picture of you, take down some information, and she puts it in this book, and she's been doing it for 22 years. Wow. Oh. Sweetest, sweetest thing ever. My dad and I, the first time we went, we stopped for fuel, and she's like, well, she's 70s, 80s. She's like, well, let me take your picture. And so she got a picture of me and dad by the plane. And we, uh, we, we asked what she's doing, and she said, oh, I, this is what I've been doing. And so we started going with these books, and I was like, oh, I know this guy. This is my flight instructor's plane. And so last year I went up, and I just walked in the door, and she, she, she knew me. Uh, which was cool. And I, I, I filmed everything. And then I, we, we went and found our picture from the prior year with my dad. And so that's, that's one of the things uh, I, I can't wait to go stop at that airport and, and talk to her and get my picture in the book and go look at the old pictures. So just not, I mean, all, air adventure is great, but mm-hmm. just the, the other surrounding pieces of it are, are very excited. Any, any travel, any one of these, these events, like the Kentucky flying that I'm doing, <clears throat> The, the, the stuff that goes around, the getting there, the stopping. I got stranded last year on the way and we had to abandon the plane and commercial home and the story that was a neat, I mean, my dad was not happy. I left his plane in Arkansas, but um, <laughs> just, just the, I guess the adventure of it. Cause I don't oh, get yeah. to that very much on my channel. Interesting. So this, awesome. this time of year, I have a, a lot of content that doesn't require me to come up with some funny thing. Well, what, what do you say we transition a little bit uh, to our game? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> The game I know nothing about. <laughs> That's well, the best part for us. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> Did Brian say it? It does. I thought it was going to be like a far aim regulation. <laughs> we were going to go well, with I can that, do that but if you want to. Yeah, we were going to go with that, but I don't know most of them. So, so the, the premise of the game is. Did you say it or did you not say it? <laughs> oh, man. Which should be really easy because you said you get really cringed out by watching your own videos. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I, I I don't know. I feel like I feel confident. All right, <laughs> all, right all right. Okay. Here we go. I probably said <laughs> I students. I mean, teaching a beekeeping class to blind kids at a local skating rink. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. First thing you want to do is sit in the airplane and make engine sounds with your mouth. If it sounds rough, just push the mixer in a little bit. Did you say it? Did you not? Sounds like something I would say. <laughs> it's 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 tough because I know there's a video of me sitting in my plane making engine noises, but I don't know. It was like kind of. I'm gonna say unconfidently. Yes. You did not. I did not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maddie, take one. All right. I do track up. That's the right way to do it. Absolutely. Well, I, <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> the last, the last actual official quote I made on the subject was I fly track up unless I need to read. Then I quickly switch to North up, read what I need to read and then switch back to track up. <laughs> I'm going with yes. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. You did. It's actually Although a video. North you- up is the, the true, the true way to do it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to start that debate. That's actually yeah. the video it came from the, where you're debating yourself. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Ah. Let's see here. Two things you need. iPad and coffee. Yes. Yes. I, I remember I wrote, cause I wrote that down. That's the thing is I don't really watch, but I, I remember like what I wrote down. That was the how to fly plane in five minutes. Yep. It yep. was like when the pandemic first hit and I was like, you're stuck alone in the pandemic or whatever. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> We're gonna go play presidential TFR chicken. <laughs> I just did that. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, 
I'm gonna give you an easy one. Just in case. <laughs> that video was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the fun part for me is I'm watching this video and that message pops up, you know, battery 10%. And my dumb ass is looking at my form like, what the hell? I, I just charged this thing. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but so many people told me that. They're like, crap, I thought my phone was about to die. And it, it reminded me, um, I did this video called How to Fuel Your Airplane. I don't know. Uh, and at the very end of the, the video, I said, well, there's only one thing left to do. And I go, Alexa, play Baby Shark. And then, like, oh, the first, yeah, yeah. The first comment was Trent Palmer going, she's too far away for me to get her to quit playing. So like, I listened to the GD songs. <laughs> 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 like, I didn't know you would like watch my channel, so I pinned that to the top. I was like, it worked, and it worked on Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Anything meta like that? Like now, I do want to just randomly put like a battery drain. Like on this, it didn't even occur to me that people would think it was their screen doing it. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. My students, I mean, they teach archery to amputees in an area water park. <laughs> Amputees does not seem like something I would say for fear of offending amputees. I'm going to say I didn't. You did not. Okay. Not. But you did at one point say teaching uh, mechanical bull riding to people with vertigo at the local pub. <laughs> that was recent. That's, I, that's, that's one of my favorite things to do is my students and my students, but I'm always like trying to think of something that... Um, There's one left. Yep. If the tires are flat, the plane can't move. If a plane can't move, it cannot be stolen. Yes, I did say that on my air, aircraft rental video. I'll tell you a funny story about that video. That video is really old. Um, I, I I didn't, I, I filmed it. And I was like, this is trash. And so I, I never put it out. Um, COVID had just hit. I just gotten turned into the Fizdo for the second time. And that was the kind of serious one because me and that guy are not, it wasn't just making a joke on the internet. It was making a joke on the internet, and then he—it was that was a tough one. Um, I didn't—I didn't do anything. He knew I didn't do it, but he, he falsely accused me of doing something, and um, so I was like, I was pissed, and so I made that video because I was—I wanted just basically. I hope I know he'll he'll get back to him, and I want him to know that he he, he committed a federal crime, um, and so I made that video, and then I was like, I'm gonna get sued by the company that he works for, and so I was like, I just need to put something out just to signify. I said running to say, and I'm moving on. And I was like, what can I do? And I was like, oh, I've got that stupid video I hate about the plane rental. And I was like, I just, so like the very, I put the Fizdo video out the very next day. I put that plane rental one just to say, I'm, I'm, I'm past them. I'm, I said running with it. And my wife's like, that's funny. And I was like, it's horrible. And she's like, no, 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 it's funny. And so that's the, oh, that's the really first funny. video where I started asking people, I was like, what's funny about it? Because I, I don't think it's funny. And everyone said it was the, the pacing because it was just like, yeah. Scene cut, scene cut, scene. It wasn't like, here's a, obviously I ramble. Uh, it wasn't me just rambling into a camera for three minutes. It was, everything was, you know, quick, it's quick one off. And so I was like, okay, I need to kind of remember that formula. But that, that whole video was something that was never going to see the light of day. But I was like, I just, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to get sued. And I don't know how putting out another video was going to be <laughs> But in my mind, it was like, now he'll know I'm back to being funny. <laughs> that's awesome i you like those quick scene cuts in that one where it's like all our planes tires are oh, yeah, flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the airport i fly out of every freaking hangar's got a plane of the an owner who died 20 years ago and jeez uh, yeah that's sad real sad and their kids all are like they want to hang on to dad's plane one day they're going to fix it you know and it's like you look at them you're like oh oh oh, oh. we didn't ask we didn't ask brian his unpopular aviation Ooh. opinion brian What's your unpopular aviation opinion? 
My unpopular aviation opinion is 100% unsubstantiated. I, I, I refuse to accept Perfect. that the tailwheel makes you a superior pilot. <laughs> if you wanna, if you, I'm sure it's hard. I'm sure it's different. The, I, I think it, if you want to convince me that something you only use on the ground makes you a better pilot, you're full of it. It might make you better at taxiing the fuel pumps than me doing the S turns because you can't see over your nose. <laughs> I don't have to get zero time to tell the aircraft. Maybe I'll go get it. And I'll be like, it makes you a better pilot. But <laughs> that's my unpopular. No, now you have to you have to get your tailwheel and say, no, it makes you a worse pilot. And just be <laughs> that guy. Oh, that guy. I'm a good pilot, so I'm getting my tailwheel because I want to be a <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm just too good of a pilot. I need, I need to be worse. My other popular opinion Bernoulli doesn't have half as much to do with lift as Newton. I think Bernoulli's riding Newton's coattails. Ooh, <laughs> I, I know, like it. I know the low pressure is there. I don't believe for a split second that it's enough to lift your plane off the ground because planes like extras have symmetrical airfoils and they fly upside down. They fly all kinds of directions. Paper airplanes don't have an airfoil at all. And if it's Newton, Newton's doing the heavy lifting. Bernoulli might be like, hey, thanks for inviting me along, but he's not the one doing the work. Instructors are teaching that it's Bernoulli. I may be wrong, but I'm, I'm going to die on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was, it was fun having you on, on board here. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. This is fun. I love yeah. talking about airplanes and, and goofing off. And that's exactly what we did. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly Mission accomplished. Yeah, we talked about your planes and we goofed around. And, yeah. and, and, and the best part about it is we get to actually enjoy this. I don't know if we'll be able to enjoy it for, do you think we'll be able to get this published by, by uh, April 1st? That's the idea. It's, okay. an, it's an April Fool's episode. My plan is to have it out April 1st. This guy's not sleeping for two days. I'm not sleeping. I'm going to ignore my children more than normal, um, and we'll get it done. <laughs> Hopefully, we can have you again in the future, and maybe not an April Fool's episode where we actually get to talk about real stuff. I mean, yeah. not, not that we didn't talk about real stuff, but. Where have you been the last hour? <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, the little monkey with the ding, 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 ding. That's what's going on up here. I don't doubt that. The little, the symbols. Yeah. <laughs> Which oddly enough is the logo for our podcast. Check that out in the future. <laughs> no, I, like I said, it, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a pleasure meeting you. No, this is fun. You guys are three, a lot of fun. Three idiot, idiotic Aww. talking heads. Yeah. No. Tens of people are going to hear this, Brian. It's going to be great for your channel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I had a great time talking with Brian tonight. That was stupendous. He's a good guy. I think anytime you start off a podcast episode, which is arguably not a visual form of media, and you as the guest show up with a horse mask on, we're really going to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. It was really a good conversation. And I think I quit. quit. Just like that? <laughs> good night, guys. I'm going to bed. <clears throat> April Fools. <laughs> oh, jeez. Whatever. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, well. Well, we hope you enjoy this April Fools edition of the podcast. Clearly, these articles that we talked about earlier and the events are satirical in nature. Please don't try to go pull caps over Oshkosh. <laughs> hey, Jim, who do we have for our next episode? 
In our next episode, we will have Nicole Mitchell. She is a lieutenant colonel in the Air National Guard, running a weather squadron out of Wisconsin. She's also a former meteorologist with KSCP, a local station in Minneapolis. And she has a pretty impressive resume. Yeah. Oh, and she also flew with the Hurricane Hunters. Again, a very impressive resume. (laughs) Nicole is going to join us to talk a little bit about springtime and summer weather and the challenges that you may face in those circumstances as an aviator. As always, if you have any ideas, comments, questions you want to provide to us, you can reach us on any of our social media platforms, or you can email us at flymidwestpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Click the bell. You know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Say this, Trevor. <laughs> Say until next time, and then we'll do the thing. Until next time. See ya. See ya. See ya. Thanks so much for joining us on the Flying Midwest Podcast. Until next time, podcast service terminated, Squawk VFR, frequency change approved. Good day. So here's here's what it is. Um, so one of the things that I think is cool that you guys had me on, and I've, I've listened to some of your other podcasts, and I notice you guys always do this blooper reel at the end. I think it's pretty cool that we managed to pull this one off without having any mistakes or bloopers or something. So I think it's probably going to be unique to people to not have the bloopers in this one. Um, but uh, so I think it's kind of cool we managed to do it without doing that. Why are you yeah. looking confused, Maddie? Or is that just your face? Okay, I'm done with this. That's what I say to make myself feel better about not being good at anything. <laughs> I would agree <laughs> with yes, that. Yes, Jim, you may use that in the bloopers. I was going to. I don't need your permission anymore. Um, <laughs> like, we're going to do this thing on my anger. Come check it out. <laughs> Maddie, the reason we brought you here today was because we wanted to have a serious talk with you about something that's bothering us all. Is this an intervention? I actually have your dad on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and my phone is Mr. Johnson. Is that what you call him? He's... Yes, that's what you call him. I call him dad, but... <laughs> I call him that too. <laughs> I'm going to Spokane to go get tortured. Oh. Brian, they're going to make him sit down and listen to our podcast for about six hours. Wow. <laughs> They give us a, a safe word. <laughs> that would be the first thing out of my mouth. <laughs> Here's your coffee can, like daffodil. <laughs> General platypus. Oh, good General grief. platypus, is that your safe word? No, no, it used to be. It used to be, okay. Oh, that's... You, can, you can splice that together, right, Jim? You better hope so. I would so. say don't. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Shut up. See, I looked away for a second and I heard Brian say nice. And the next thing I hear is Trevor yell, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's why the podcast. Whoa, what just happened? This guy's the greatest pilot of all time. And I was like, well, why do I own the website? You know? Oh, rabbit hole. Sorry, where were we? (laughs) You guys are talking about how great I am. Nice. Shut up.